Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sends one deep in the left field, and that one's going to fly. Tommy Pham, welcome back to the lineup. Running around those bases with some anger. Tommy Pham with a home run to set the tone yesterday as the Diamondbacks force game seven against Philadelphia. That game will be played tonight with Brooke Grimsley and Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker, and joining us now from MLB Network and ESPN and Sirius XM MLB Radio, a busy guy and a former teammate of Tommy Pham, Xavier Scruggs, a friend of in life and a friend on the show. Joining us, uh, Xavier, it's always good to hear your voice. How are you doing, sir? Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm I'm doing well. How are you guys over there? Uh, we're good. We're good, except we're kind of jealous because he, uh, we, we see Tommy Pham and we see Adolis <laughs> Garcia and we see Jordan Montgomery and we see Chris Stratton. We're seeing all these former Cardinals in the postseason, man. <laughs> I know, man. It's not right. It's almost like when you see the success that some of these guys have had, um, I think it was uh, – I'm trying to remember who posted a picture on Twitter – Showing Randy Rosarena, 2020 ALCS MVP, right next to Adolis Garcia, 2023 ALCS MVP in Cardinals colors. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's painful to see. Well, as Randy was just talking about, we're going to get a game seven with the Phillies and the D-backs. Are you surprised? And because it feels like a lot of people are surprised about the Diamondbacks that they were able to force a game seven. And what do you think the outcome? If you just had to predict the outcome of tonight will be well first i'll answer your first question i'm extremely surprised because i look at after game two of the series when phillies beat down the d-backs 10 to nothing if you told me that there was going to be a game seven i'd be laughing at you just because of the momentum that the phillies had already had um but going into this game seven tonight I, i i think you know all hands on deck I'm excited to see what happens because Brandon Fott has been really good the last time out against the Phillies. Uh, same thing on the other side. Ranger Suarez has been great all postseason long. Um, I think we're, we're down for a, a dog fight. The one thing that I think we'll see is, is the stars step up. And it, it depends on which ones do, right? Is it going to be Corbin Carroll on the D-back side? Is it going to be Bryce Harper, Swarber on, on the Philly side? Depending upon which team stars step up and depending upon which team doesn't beat themselves up with defensive miscues and, and, and letting guys on base via the walk, that's, that's ultimately who's going to have success tonight. Yeah, the NL, NLCS obviously was a shocker and surprised that there is a Game 7. Were you shocked at all at how the ALCS ended? An 11-4 win for the Rangers coming back to, to Houston and winning those two games in the fashion in which they did. 
I, I wasn't as surprised as the way they won the games. I was more surprised that you really didn't see the, the Houston Astros win at, at home at all. Yeah. Like the fact that this team has been so great over the past seven, eight years and what they've done to get to the ALCS seven straight times, like that to me didn't really make much sense. But at the same time, that's what's beautiful about our game. It's like you can't predict those types of things happening and ultimately, you look at Adolis Garcia and what he was able to do, basically putting the team on his back, five home runs, two, two last night. Um, a, another move that stuck out to me was you knew Max Scherzer probably wasn't going to go very long, but then Bruce Bochy bringing out Montgomery to help bridge that gap to the guys in high leverage. I thought that was an excellent, an excellent calculated move from him that ultimately gave them a chance to slow down the momentum for the Astros after they had scored a couple runs early in the game, too. Xavier Scruggs with us on 101 ESPN. And, Xavier, I want you to, uh, for tonight's game, you mentioned stars are going to show up, but I want you to give me an X Factor. And the X Factor can even be Kyle Schwarber or a, a Carroll but, uh, or a Tommy Pham. You played with Tommy Pham mm, in the minors. He's, yeah. he's one of those guys who, who seems to be a guy, a bright lights guy. The obvious guy for all of us, I think, would be Bryce Harper. But give me give me an X factor for tonight. Well, for the D-backs, I was going to give you Tommy Pham because what we saw yesterday is the prime example of what I, I played with. And I got the opportunity. I knew Tommy Pham from even before we were both drafted. I went to UNLV, Las Vegas. He's from Las Vegas out of high school. Um, what One thing that's always stuck out about him to me is that he's always played with a chip on his shoulder. And when somebody gives him an extra chip, like, like Lavello gave him in this series by sitting him, he, he comes out with a different type of energy. And I think that's what we saw yesterday in the second inning when he went left field bridge uh, with two strikes. So I think he will have an effect on this game, whether it be positive or negative, and he's a guy that they'll be looking to do some damage in the middle of the order. On the other side, I look at Castellanos, who's actually struggled a little bit in this series. I think he's going to have opportunities with guys on base. You can, it's easy to point to Swarbrick and Harper because we expect them to do the big things, even Trey Turner. But I think a guy that if they get production from tonight and he comes out like he did the, the other series, I think you're looking at them having a lot of success offensively for, the, for uh, creating some runs tonight. We've talked a lot, a lot about this this offseason as we wait to see what moves the Cardinals will make. And you're looking at the teams that are left now. Is there something that you think that the Cardinals can take away from each one of these teams or maybe a model the Cardinals could follow this offseason? Because they're saying they want a quick turnaround. They don't want to do a seven or not a seven, excuse me, a few years kind of rebuild here. They want to turn things around quickly for next season. Is there something they can learn from one of these teams that are left standing? You already know what it is. It's, it's pitching, pitching, pitching. Like, that's what we looked at what the Rangers did this offseason. Went out and got some dudes. But not only that, then at the trade deadline, they went and got the Cardinals. They got a Cardinals dude. Like, and multiple guys. And Max Scherzer. So, it, it just it, – that's what it equates to. When you – and everybody can see it. When you have depth in starting pitching, it changes the whole outlook of your roster it allows guys confidence on the offensive side. The same thing from a bullpen standpoint. Think about the bullpens that we've seen from the Rangers. Well, what did we talk about? How horrible this bullpen was going into the postseason. What have their starters done? They've gone deep. Montgomery went deep. Evaldi went deep. Every single time they went out, 
That's the difference. The Cardinals have to go out and get some dudes, whether that be via via, uh, free agency or via trade. They've got to find a way to get some starting pitching depth. Xavier, I don't know if you heard this, but there has been talks that Yadier Molina will be potentially returning to the Cardinals in a uh, coach's role. What are your thoughts about what he adds to the Cardinals if he were to come back? whatever he adds is really indescribable. Um, the, the reason why I say that is because having played with him for a little bit of time, I understand it's a, it's another manager that's, that's out there that has eyes on the field. And the, you think about all that he's been through, the ups and downs, um, all the success that he's had. Um, he knows the organization in and out. Um, he's like a field general. And to, to have that alongside with it, if that's the case, alongside of Ollie Marmel, that, that's only going to p- prove huge dividends. Um, and I think the one thing about Yachty is he's never the, – the moment has never been too big for him. And I think that's what we're seeing from guys like Bruce Bochy, guys like Dusty Baker, um, you know, that really have that type of mentality that we're not going to let the team get too high or too low. Emotions aren't going to get out of control. Everything is going to be focused on one day at a time, and we're going to get the job done. That's what you'll get from Yachty. The great Xavier Scruggs with us on 101 ESPN. And Xavier, I'm glad you brought that up because along those lines, one of the things that we haven't seen from the likes of Bochi or Dusty or Rob Thompson is getting worried about a starting pitcher. Rather than leaning on the numbers and being owned by the numbers, those guys are using the eye test. And whether it's leaving Yavaldi in with the bases loaded and nobody out or giving people like Wheeler and Nola a chance to give innings, is it a coincidence that these really experienced managers are managing in the final four randy you so you so right man it just it there has to be a blend of the analytics and somebody that has a feel for the game and and we keep seeing it time and time again um there's a reason why these guys they've been through it all like they've seen it all so they understand when somebody's truly on the ropes or when somebody's truly having success out there because they're watching the nuances of the game and not so worried about what the numbers actually have to say. They they take the numbers before the game starts, and they'll say, okay, I'm going to watch what happens and then apply the numbers to it. I'm not going to apply what I watch to the numbers. And I think that's one of the biggest differences, what you see – there has to be a blend. I think you're starting to see it. Even Chris Young could taking over this team in the Rangers, who he, he very smart guy himself, but he's known to been not let the analytics overtake the the game. And I think he's went out there trying to prove that there's a way to blend it. And we've seen it with the Rangers so far in this postseason. Hey, Xavier, I got one more thing for you. And we talk a lot here about, obviously, because you you know, we talk about the Cardinal way and the fundamentals that the Cardinals historically have employed. And their defense was in the bottom third this year. And you played for a couple of organizations, but you've seen countless organizations try to to coach and teach fundamentals. Does it matter the way you coach and teach fundamentals? Can a coaching staff make a team fundamentally better? I think so, and, and obviously everybody's going to have their own opinion, but I think it – honestly, I look at what Bobby Dickerson's doing over with the Phillies. That's a guy, an infield coach, that has changed the outlook of, of the infield itself. He taught Harper how to play first base fundamentally, fundamentally over there. He taught Alec Bohm, who's now turned himself into a better defensive player at third base. The same thing at, with Bryson Stott, who was playing shortstop and then moved over to second – 
there, there's something about doing the little things. And, and when I look at the Cardinals this year, I think you can look to their focus wasn't quite there defensively because they, the start that they got off to was so was so panicky. And you could feel that it was like the pressure was building on them and the details that they lost sense of the details of the game, which ultimately give you the day-by-day allowing yourself to stack up little wins. I think they were so worried about trying to catch up uh, a week at a time. No, you have to focus on the details of the game. I think that's what, you know, Tony LaRusso was so great about. I look at even Mike Schilt, like th- those, those names stick out to me. And I think those things are something that Ali Marmel is going to have to reevaluate and figure out how to prioritize going into 2024. Xavier Scruggs is a great follow on Twitter. How, how about them naming Twitter after you now? <laughs> it was only right Randy it was only right exactly uh, follow Xavier at, at Xavier underscore Scruggs I already heard you on my drive in on MLB Network Radio uh, what other media you have going on today or do we just follow you on on X no just that, that'll be pretty much it I'll be posting videos kind of reactions of the game and all that stuff and you know, it's what I love to do. I love listening to you guys, so keep up the good work as well. Love your passion and love you. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time today. We'll talk to you soon. No problem at all. All right, see you, Xavier. Xavier Scruggs with us on 101 ESPN.